Ghana Talks Radio in a mix. In a mix. The best music in the world. The best. Best music. My favorite station. Ghana Talks Radio. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up, we will lose our jobs if MPP loses 2024 elections, school feeding caterers. Government deploys 1,000 special forces to Boko following deadly attacks on immigration officers. And Chiu, poor, pass and forget educational system, killing creativity of students, says educationist. This business, sports and showbiz is coming in this evening's bulletin. The news will be read by Awen Temi Akansukum. Now, let's settle for the details. Some caterers of the school feeding program in Kumasi in the Ashanti region have stated that they will lose their jobs if the new patriotic party is kicked out of power. Authority of Fori Sapong, who provides meals for school children in basic schools in the region in an interview with the media, claimed that all caterers in the region are bona fide members of the NPP. According to her, there is no way they will be retained if the National Democratic Congress wins the 2024 elections. She added that it is a known fact all current caterers must be members of the NPP. Making a point for arrears owed them to be paid, Dorothy of Sapong said caterers in the region have sacrificed for long and it is time the government pays attention to their plight. Dorothy also slammed the Ashanti Regional Minister for disrespecting them when they besieged his office to demand payment for their arrears. She revealed that they have not been paid for three school terms and caterers have virtually run out of funds. The caterers who are calling on the government to pay them their arrears and also increase the amount express their disappointment with the Regional Minister over how he received them. Meanwhile, the Ashanti Regional Minister Simon Osemensa has justified his reason for reacting angrily to caterers under the government's school feeding program in the Ashanti region when they presented a petition to him Monday, April 3. Speaking to the media, however, Mr. Simon Osemensa insisted that the caterers did not follow due process and were protesting at the regional coordinating council, which compelled him to react the way he did. Now, 1,000 special force personnel have been dispatched to Boku in the Upper East region, where three immigration officers were shot at, one of whom died while trying to get food in front of a police station. The presence of the special forces is intended to increase security while also assisting investigation into the killers who are still on the loose. The regional minister Stephen Yakubo made this known in an interview with the media. He added that some are already at Boko. Camps are already being built to house these soldiers. 
Other measures he claims have been put in place to improve regional security, but he declined to elaborate. Mr. Yakubu urged civil society and individuals to come forward with any information they may have about the incident. Despite the fact that no arrests have yet been made, he claims that authorities in Boko are working around the clock to make arrests. Meanwhile, the Boko Central MP Mahama Ayarga has condemned the attack on personnel of the Ghana Immigration Service, GIS, which occurred on Monday, April 3, 2023. In a press release, the legislator said it was worrying that people would be killed in their line of duty. He, however, assured that an inquiry would be conducted into the matter. Now, moving to some education, seasoned educationists at a day stakeholders forum on education have called for a non-partisan, radical and voluntary review of Ghana's educational system and its content to ensure its products are useful to the nation. They noted that the current educational system was not producing graduates needed to drive excellence in every endeavor, be it academic, scientific, technological, industrial, ethical, moral, social, cultural or physical among others. The panelists are Mr. Anis Hafar, an education consultant, Mr. Justina Ivy Apau, acting Central Regional Director of Education, Mr. Kwamina Esofi Bura, an educationist and a businessman, and Mr. Seth Ahin, an IT icon and educationist. The conference dubbed Dream Shekine Forum formed part of activities marking the 147 Founders Day celebration of the Mfansepim School, the first secondary school established in Ghana. It was on the theme 147 years of secondary education in Ghana, the role of the stakeholders in ensuring academic excellence. To them, the daft of the drive for excellence among graduates was an indictment on all stakeholders and consequently suggested reassessment of the competence of the nation's teaching strategies to guarantee meaningful jobs after school, addressing students, teachers, parents, and other educationists in attendance, Mr. Hafar called for a paradigm shift in the education structure, explaining that the current system where students were made to concentrate more on theory, neglecting practical studies, had proven to be inimical to the socio-economic needs of the country. He explained that when teaching and learning were based on robot learning, chew and poor it only train people to look back at what somebody else has discovered instead of thinking to discover things for themselves with copious examples, Mr. Ahi noted that in most advanced countries, the focus of education was not on academics, but rather on projects young students were guided to undertake. He said such creative activities or projects undertaken by those young students were exhibited at the end of the year for entrepreneurs, academia, and policymakers to interact with and question them about their projects. Mr. Bura described Ghana's educational system as one that does not encourage productivity and creativity, but rather killed creativity, 
in students. Now moving to business, a lecturer at the University of Ghana Business School, Professor Godfred Bopin, has bemoaned the neglect of the agricultural sector, which used to be the bedrock of the nation's economy. He explained that the service sector is being given prominence over the agricultural sector. This, he argues, spells doom for the country, as most of the activities on such trade lines are largely dictated by imports. Ghana from independence was known for agriculture, but today Ghana is not known for agriculture. Ghana is known for service, but the question is, is Ghana really a service-based economy? He quizzed. The answer is no. Typically, if you look at the economic transformation when a country begins with agriculture and suddenly service is leading, it tells you that that economy is matured. So it has gone through that process. But in the case of Ghana, we started off agriculture being the leading contributor to the GDP. And then we skipped industry. That is what the data is telling us. And then we jumped straight to service, he noted. That service sector is actually not quality service. It is the sector that is driven by retail and wholesale, largely imports. Once your service sector is leading, particularly in the area of retail and wholesale, once your industry isn't doing well, then it means the bulk of what is happening is going to be important. Typically, once you import, you are important to unemployment, he intimated. Professor Gottfried Bokin made the remarks while speaking at the Three Business Economic Sustainability Summit held in Accra. Now in football this evening, Romelu Lukaku's representatives say the Inter Milan striker was racially abused by Juventus fans after scoring a late penalty before being sent off the Coppa Italia draw in Turin. Lukaku was shown a second yellow card for celebrating in front of the home fans after his 95th minute spot cake. Michael Yomak, president of Rogue Nation Sports International, said the abuse was beyond the speakable. Scaffolds broke out between players from both sides after the equalizer. Inter-captain Samir and midfielder Juan Cudrado were shown red card after the final whistle with the fracas continuing down the tunnel. Lukaku, who returned to Inter on loan from Chelsea last summer, suffered racist abuse during his first spell at Inter between 2019 and 2021. In September 2019, he said the game was going backwards after he was racially abused by Cagrilli fans. Cagrilli were later cleared for racist chanting with Priara Power, chief of anti-discriminatory body FAR, claiming the disciplinary systems to combat racism in Italian football were not fit for purpose. In September 2021, Lukaku said racism in football was at an all-time high and that players, football authorities and social media could do more to tackle the issue. In January, Syria A opened an investigation into allegations of racist abuse aimed towards Lukaku by Napoli fans. The same day, 
Lazio supporters racially abuse Samuel Omtiti and uh, Lamek Banda of Les with the club later ordered to close part of their stadium for their next match. In the Coppa Italia tie, midfielder Codrado puts Juventus ahead in the 83rd minutes before Gleason Bremner's handball presented Inter with an added time spot cake that Lukaku converted. Cremonese hosts Fiorentino in the second semi-final Wednesday with a second leg of both ties set to be played on 26th and 27th April. In showbiz this evening, Ghanaian high-life musician Daddy Lumba has released visuals for his song Ophon Nedi Nsemfon. The song, which was released on Christmas Day last year, is filled with stray bullets and lyrical shots fired at whomever it may concern. Ophon Nedi Nsemfon is a chief phrase that means fools spew gibberish. On the song, Charles Kojo Fosu touches on the fact that people who respect themselves ought not to get down to the level of pigs and double in the mud with them over trivial matters. Four months on, Daddy Lumba is out with a video to accompany the song and it features Ghanaian actor and comic Dr. Likey. And that's how we draw curtains on the evening's bulletin here on Ghana Talks Radio. Do well to log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us at Ghana Talks Radio on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your app store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awen Temi Akansukum. I say thanks so much for making time. Have a good evening.